a slice of unapologetic conversation welcome 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 to straight to tape my name is c perry elise the second the mr fantastic of podcasting's fantastic four first the comedian professional joke slinger tico de gallo what's good tico excuse me as i whip this out ah! you all talk about it i live it all day every day Twice on Sundays, three times on holidays, and on teachers' work days, I just be chilling. Right, 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 right. That's what's up. Glad he went. Glad he didn't whip it out, so to speak, literally. You didn't even have to say all of that, though. I know, I know, I know. But you know me, you know me. But the metaphor was, let me whip my. Yeah, yeah, it was banging though. It was banging. I loved it, loved it. And of course, the first thing you best to. <laughs> the first lady of S2T, the quintessential hip hop mom, Keisha with a Y. What's good, Key? What's good, everybody? It's Keisha with a Y, aka hip hop mom, aka happy birthday, happy birthday to my mom, mom. Absolutely. And your mom's favorite mom. Word, word. We word, took her to brunch word. this morning, and she walked around with flowers and did like this. Nice, nice. So if I ever act silly, that's where. It comes from mm. Mm. how old is your mother if she don't mind me asking my mama Jeez. is 71 man Murder. ain't that something mm-hmm. that's beautiful that, i mean that's absolutely that's beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. she said she's gonna live to 103 so she's always said that all my life we'll see that's because she used to watch them jimmy the cricket cartoons remember back in days <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know about y'all but you know they brought the projector out for me you know, we watched Jimmy the Cricket, and he'd be like, I'm no fool, no siree. I'm going to live to be 103. I play safe for you and me because I'm no fool. So, yes, if she listened to that. So, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> and, of course, our social media assassin for the 2-1, Rob the Actual. What's good, man? Man, in this building, you know what I mean? Ruggedly handsome, geekishly intelligent. And always ready to bring a balanced perspective. And um, you make me sound like I'm one of these damn social media influencers that's that's just, you know what I'm saying, looking for attention. I might just go ahead and start an OnlyFans page. I think it's time. And I'll be the real social media assassin. Dude, it's been time. It's been, it's been past time for you to be on OnlyFans, my man. Yeah, I think it's time. Yeah. That, 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 what, that's wh- wh- that's why, quite why? a fucking enough. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, all right. I think he'd be perfect for OnlyFans. I ain't gonna do nothing but show my uh, beard regimen and shit. <laughs> yeah, a lot of I beard videos, old, I, my man. I got I got a new uh, streaming service coming. It's called uh, Only Groupies. So if you want groupies, 
Yeah, it's not up. Oh God. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a, mm, a great host host of topics to talk about today. Now, remember, you can catch straight to tape. Twister. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was All a right. tongue twister. <laughs> But, but this isn't a tongue twister. Check it out. You can catch Straight to Tape Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Facebook Live or Twitch. Audio version of Straight to Tape is available on your favorite podcasting platforms. Follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, S2T Media. Boom. It is. Bong, well, for- well, first, you know, before we even get started, I mean, uh, how did you guys enjoy your Fourth of July? I mean, you know, you know, what'd you, what'd you, what'd you catch it We went on a field trip. Ah, tell, field the, trip. tell the folks about the field trip. So, uh, normal Sunday spot. Shout out to DJ Assassin. Um, if you ever want to catch me on Sundays, come to London Bridge Pub. That's where I be at. That's where the music be at. Excuse me. However, last Sunday was special because Diamond D, DTIC, digging in the crates, in was the, there. DITC. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. DITC. Yes, yeah, yes, D-I-T-C. digging in the crates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we were out there. Great time. Great music. Great vibe. Shout out to, again, uh, DJ Assassin from Yag Fu. All the Yags were there. Um, Scotty, DJ Scotty, Scotty Rock rocked it. And by the way, if you come and Scotty Rock is DJing, he's DJing for me, not you. So don't go ask him to play nothing. No, oh, 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 anyway. oh, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So you have a personal DJ that's only playing music, a set, a playlist, if you will, for just you. Self-proclaimed, yes. He told me. Mm-hmm. I asked him to play some Bobby Blue Bland. He wouldn't even do it. That's right. Because he's not your DJ. He's mine. See? <laughs> there you go. Facts. So check it out. Yeah, Diamond D was cool, man. He, you know what I'm saying? It was it was it was cool to meet him. I had met him once before, way back in the day, I think. But um he was cool as hell. And it was just cool to talk to the dude that produced punks jump up to get beat down i mean it gets no better than that bro speaking of that sadat x came through Mm -hmm. he's gained some weight he looks really good yeah yeah it's that it's just in north carolina southern cooking it must be because he's a healthy weight now yes must be man so it was a nice little you know he did a little thing he did a little set it was nice man it was Mm -hmm. nice ninth ninth came out ninth Mm -hmm. one that came out yeah uh you know we were out there, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it was, it was, it was a good time. Man. Y'all, I have fans. Oh, Say yeah, word. What? We're, talking fa- we're talking fans, not only fans, but fans, right? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, people are like, hey, you're a hip-hop mom. I'm like, hey, yes, I am. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah I totally they, missed that. Did that happen? That, that, for real? Yeah, that it, it, I missed that part. It did. Missed it did. that. It did. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. It happened. It happened. Anyway, I'm back on my shit right now. Kate, come shit. on. Kate, 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 come on. We can't be doing that. Okay. That was left behind for another show with another show's thing. Okay. We cannot do that here on Straight to Tape. 
I mean, come on, baby. We got to be bigger than that. She got two. She got. She got two groupies. Come on, and sign up. That's right. It is about two. Hey, Jim, Jimmy said he's your biggest fan. <laughs> Ding. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Three, oh, so three sick. fans, three fans. That I have so... only three fans. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Nineteen dollars. Nineteen dollars a month. $19.99 a month. That's three fans. That's uh yeah. it's almost like 60 bucks. That's a month. yeah, that's uh that's uh what that's dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh what dinner dinner for two without you know without uh without without a dessert or drinks. Who does that? Uh, that's if that's if you go to uh Chili's, you know, we got that chili special going on. But chili like sixteen for like seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Yeah. All right, look. Well, you know, of course, you know, we got a nice little main course for you guys today. But you know, you know how we like to start the show off. We like to start the show off by hitting on us some uh, some quick hitters. Uh, yo, what? 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 No, what? 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 No, you about to say? You said what? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, talk about hits. Let's talk about this hit. Fucking Dan McGregor's fucking. <laughs> that fight last night. Oh, that man, was that was crazy. Man, that was man, crazy, man. That was a little bit crazy. I mean, to see him uh, one uh, break his leg. What was it? His yeah. foot? You know, like his ankle and leg. Like it, yeah, like, just I mean, it there. just like, went crazy. like this at the you know, kind of, kind of. Actually, it it didn't really go like this at the end. It just more like went like this. Yeah, yeah. you know. And he was down. Uh, he was down on the mat and still talking junk. Still yeah. talking I junk. Mean, I mean, it was it, he lost. It was, he, he lost, but it you know it wasn't the way he wanted to lose. So yeah. So uh, well, did he want to get knocked out? I well, mean, nah, he, that wa- he been... wanted it to be. Uh, he wanted it to be considered a doctor's stoppage instead of him oh, actually gotcha. losing the fight. Gotcha. Okay. Right. And he made sure that they knew. No, no, no. Doc, no doctor's decision. Doctor's decision. You know. Nice way to set up, you know, nice way to set up a rematch when he, uh, when he heals up. Sure. Yeah. 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 But, uh, no, actually my yo was about, yo, the fuck happened in Haiti this week? Bruh. I I mean, (laughs) if you, uh, have been under a rock, their fucking president got assassinated. And and there was a lot. There's a lot of them too. There was like eight of them, right? That they arrested yeah. so far. I and think, I, yeah. think, I think they said there's like twenty something more people involved. That that, they're yeah, that's, the, that's kind of the number that I heard. But yeah, it was like um, they, uh, you know, fronted like it was some type of DEA operation or whatever. I, that that was crazy. But anyway, they they busted up in, in the president's crib. And assassinated him. That that shit was crazy. That and when you, injured just his when wife. you think about it, yeah. And she's in critical condition. When you just think about it, man, damn that yeah. that that shit. A uh, 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 head of state like that just getting the in, in these days and times. But you know, in these days and times, you know. But it it was just it was just wild, man. It was just wild. Just to you know, in twenty twenty one, a fucking president getting assassinated. Yep, hey, he was a good dude, right? He was a good dude, right? Well, um, that's debatable. 
it's very no, debatable. It's, very debatable. It's not. It's not really debatable. I would say no. You would say no, but he did. Yeah. He do it, but he did. He, but he, so he didn't do anything for the. Uh, there have been complaints about corruption. There have yeah. been, oh, well, there yeah, been a yeah, lot yeah. of complaints I, about corruption. That. You know, in his administration. Um, so for this, but but still, even with corruption, and even with the history of corruption in government in Haiti, to get to the assassination point that's big and just like you said rob in this day and age you know in this day and age of you know in this day and age of information in this day and age of protection to see someone get murked in a, in a crib in the I people's the crib, last, so to speak i think like what the last assassination um only not even on our on our grounds but I think it was like the UK when they uh, let off some type of uh, toxic gas to get to these uh, uh, legislators. Uh, and, 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 oh, the, I mean, the la- I know the last toxic gas incident that happened on British grounds uh, was to, you know, was to get a a Russian operative. OK, you know, which is a little bit different. I mean, that you know, that's espionage. And <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, par for the course. Okay, but to yeah, but to run up in a you know run up in the crib under the guise or the lie, yeah, under the guise of the lie of a CIA mission to you know to to kill the president. No, that 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 that's that that that, that's that's evil. No, they said they said DEA, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? That's even worse. DEA is worse. Exactly. That makes even less sense. Like, why the fuck would the DEA be running up in the president of Haiti's crib? Like they what? Let's say we're looking for. Let's say we're looking for cocaine. Let's say we're looking for cocaine. I mean, I mean, it's there. Duh. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. That's true. Isn't isn't cocaine in every every presidential (laughs) mansion? Across the world, like I said, a couple of points here (laughs) are clearly debatable. But um, yeah, yeah, I I see what I see where this is going. I see what y'all are saying, but still, it's just, just. I mean, to assassinate, I mean, to 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 assassinate them, to shoot them like that, that meant that somebody means some business. That's a personal type, you know, I'm saying agenda or or, you know, personal business type, whatever uh, uh, agenda to let everybody know, like, hey, uh, the powers to be still control whatever needs to be controlled because you know if it was like some espionage type stuff you know i'm sure they would like you know poison them or you know something sneaky no, to that I, effect I, I, I you see, know what i'm saying i see uh guns with the silencers on it well we've seen those movies yeah but yeah and so have but they- again again you know uh it's a life lost so you know that's crazy yeah uh, life loss, uh, more unrest on the island nation of Haiti. Uh, mm-hmm. I know yesterday they uh, they were trying to get the UN involved to, you know, to. Well, Haiti's still you know, jacked up from them from them hurricanes and shit, man. So, mm-hmm. yo, mm-hmm. you know, for them to get back right, man, that, you know, it's gonna need a whole overhaul, bro. Haiti, Haiti's still jacked up from paying reparations to uh, France. to France, France. And, 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 and they're still jacked up from, to your point, the hurricanes and you know uh, the Clintons handling the relief. But you know, we ain't even gonna go there. Yeah, um, yeah, you was about to go there too. I was about to go there, but yeah, they still they still messed up behind the Clintons 
and I I just went there again. And um, yeah, so it's it's, it's it's just messed up all around. But now, damn, like how how are they gonna recover from a damn president getting assassinated, bro? Like that shit. That but shit see, is crazy. here's the thing: I don't think that he was doing the most that he could due to the alleged corruption, mm-hmm. and he may have been the reason that there's been such a high uptick in COVID and mm-hmm. such a low click on recovery from all of these things that have happened. Okay. So that, that kind of thing starts at the leadership level and the revolution happening. started. Right. The revolution right. started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. All right. All right. So I know one, ne- uh, another quick hitter, uh, one thing that was, uh, you know, that was making its rounds this week, uh, just uh, scooting over to, uh, scooting over to the great folks at ESPN. Um, Rachel Nichols made the news uh, for some disparaging remarks that she made about, uh, f- you know, fellow on air talent, Maria Taylor. Uh, and this was actually a pre-show call from last year from the freaking bubble. Okay. That guy that, uh, you know, that was leaked. La- that was actually leaked last year. Cause dead spin dead spin leaked it last year, but it, but it, um, it uh, came back into view uh, this weekend, uh, you know, from an article that the New York Times put out. Okay, and in the article, uh, s- you know, some sound from a from what was what was really supposed to be a private conversation uh, between uh, Rachel Nichols and one of uh, LeBron James's advisors. Who uh, who is close to Rachel Nichols, uh, you know, where she was, you know, where she was, course critical of the network, uh, but also, you know, it didn't sound like any great words for uh, Maria Taylor, rising star at ESPN, uh, is in the middle of a contract, you know, contract negotiations now uh, for her to remain on the network, and the comment that she made was, "I I wish Maria Taylor." all of the success in the world she covers football she covers basketball if you need to give her more things to do because you feel pressured about your crappy long-time record on diversity which by the way i know personally uh from the female side of it like go for it just find somewhere else uh you're not going to find it from me or take my things away uh maria taylor is the host of uh, nba countdown uh, based on the last uh, contract negotiations, um, Rachel Nichols was promised to host Countdown, especially during the NBA Finals. And, you know, this was an issue last year, and now it's been brought back up again in the media uh, media this year. So a lot of people have been complaining about the, you know, about the uh, comments that she made, uh, you know, uh, regarding one. It, it, it sounds like she, it sounds like she is, saying that the only reason why Maria Taylor is in the place that she's at is because, uh, you know, because of, of the color of her skin and, uh, you know, her being a quote unquote diversity hire. Hmm. Haven't Hmm. we heard that before? Hmm. I mean, honestly, haven't we, you know, haven't, haven't we heard that before? Uh, You know, having black folk and especially black women, uh, you know, been put in, uh, you know, a position where, you know, where the reason for their climb is questioned. 
Um, well, I, I, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't know because true to the fact that that you know you do get to kill two birds with one stone. Uh, mm-hmm. You have to. You but you but you have to give. You know what I'm saying? The, you know to say that is like saying I just picked any black woman. No, that's not the, that's not the case. They're qualified women. You know what I'm saying? They're qualified mm-hmm. for the jobs to do that they have to do, bar none. So don't get that twisted. Don't think that they're just like picking blacks out of the out of the crowd and just like okay, I'm going to put you on ESPN and you do this and you do that. No, they're qualified, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, there is that 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 thing that happens where number one, you have to hire a certain amount of blacks. And you have to hire a certain amount of women. So you hire a black woman to knock out those two stones, you know what I'm saying? So you so you'd have that quota, you know, that is still in effect. That, that, uh, that, 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 that's not how it works. Oh. You don't think so? I, I know for a fact because I used to report to the EEOC for diversity. So, okay. no, that's not how it works. Continue. No, continue. Do tell. I no, like I mean, know. but the diversity is one thing, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to. You just wouldn't right. receive federal funding. You're not. They're not going to sanction a company if they don't. If you hire all right, right, or oh, yeah, white. yeah. That's what. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to sanction yeah. it. Um, that's what I meant. That's what I meant because it could it 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 boils down to money, right? To fix. But right. like Don said, a diverse hire is anything that's not a white man. Mm, exactly. That is the definition of a diverse hire. So white women have benefited. Yes, white women I mean, have well, yeah, women too, benefited yeah. from this whole diversity thing. But is anyone surprised? And I'm, I'm, y'all know this ain't my thing, and I really didn't even read up mm-hmm. on it. However, um, she's a white woman in a prominent position, losing her job, just period, losing her job, or losing something that was quote unquote promised to her promised based to on her. her, yeah, based on her last contract negotiation. Correct. So if you law, if you, you never know in, in our world, we really, really never know who we lost a job to. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you lost a job and you knew who it was, you're going to find shit to talk about that person. I'm not exactly. defending her comments. I don't, I don't even know her. I've never seen her on TV. Don't know what a bitch look like, but I know that if you lost a job to Jonathan, Perez, you're gonna talk shit about Jonathan Perez because you think you're the 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 better candidate, especially if you were promised said job and Jonathan Perez gets it. Just my yeah. take on not knowing anything about the situation other than what you just said. Yeah. Um I you know, I'm a timing person, okay? And the fact that one that this article hits on July 4th, all right? We're at the start of the NBA Finals. This happened last year during the NBA bubble, mm-hmm. which there was some other rumored stuff that happened in the NBA bubble that also involved Rachel Nichols, but I'll let y'all go look that up y'all selves. Uh, Google Jimmy Butler, but anyway. Uh she was bubbling in a bubble. Allegedly, yes. allegedly, allegedly, Jimmy uh, Butler's allegedly. beating it up in the bubble. But, allegedly, uh, 
Allegedly. I said allegedly, fool. Yeah, okay. allegedly. I, I know. I, I'm, I'm just, uh, yo, I'm, uh, I, I'm, look, I'm just hype manning you right now, okay? Just to make sure, just <laughs> right. to make, you know, allegedly, just to make sure. Allegedly. Just, allegedly. To, you know, allegedly. just to make sure we get the right ad lib in, you know what I mean? So, right. Absolutely. Right. Uh, allegedly. Uh, it is alleged. Is, all I know is a bubble is a sphere, and, and everybody's in the bubble. So, somebody's going to bump in the bubble. Allegedly, but anyway, Allegedly. yeah, but this happened last year. It was known last year. That's been reported on it last year. Um, when the recording was made, uh, there was a, a lower level producer who actually tipped Maria Taylor off about this. Okay, so it was known then. Ooh, girl, and the only person, you would yep. never guess what I had just mm-hmm. heard. Mm-hmm. Guess what this bitch just said about you. <laughs> 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 exactly and uh and she was actually the only one that got punished for it okay she was actually uh this particular producer was um you know was uh you know taken out of the rotation for two weeks lost two weeks of pay uh then when she got back in the rotation uh she stopped getting the choice uh the the choice positions you know, or the choice assignments with ESPN before she left ESPN. And from what I hear, went on to bigger, you know, and, and, and better things. Okay. <laughs> so, she went, so, so she went on covering the major stuff to like, uh, like cornhole it. Cornhole. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, but timing. Okay. Maria Taylor is in the middle of contract negotiations. Her contract runs out like next week. All right. She's a rising star at the company, and it's been rumored that she was asking for, you know, she's asking for uh, freaking uh, Stephen A money. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, So uh, with this, and and I'll just wrap this up real quick. You know, a lot of people are paying paying a lot of a lot of attention on what uh, you know on what she said uh, referring to Maria Taylor. The worst part about it is is just the. the toxic culture that is still on at ESPN. I think that's, you know, that's the, you know, that's the bigger issue that it mm-hmm. is really the bigger issue. So, uh, but we're going to wrap it right there because as I said, we got some major things that we want to, uh, that we want to talk about today. One of the major things is, and you know, we discussed this before uh, with um, uh, award-winning journalist, Nicole Hannah Jones. You know who was going through her fight uh, with the University of North Carolina to get tenure. You know at at, at UNC, mm-hmm. uh, there've been protests about it. You know, uh, you know there've been backlash about it. And about a, you know about two weeks ago, the uh, board of trustees voted finally voted whether to bring her up. You know br- whether to offer tenure or not because tenure was not offered. And in a, a vote where not, it typically is exactly, and in a uh, vote of nine to four, she was offered tenure. So waiting for the decision from uh, Miss Hannah Jones, and this past Tuesday, you know she did an interview on, uh, you know CBS this morning with Gail King, and she revealed that. She was turning down the offer to take the position at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. In the face. 
and <laughs> chose to take her talents to DC and to, you know, and to, uh, you know, join Howard University. I heard, I heard that that decision came from, um, she was watching TBS and uh, School Days came on. Uh, yeah. It was like a whole thing going on. It was like higher learning and all that. So, yeah, I figured, yeah. I'm with you, sister. All right, Kate, you know, if there was a moment that you wanted no, to use no, it, uh-uh, that, that uh-uh, would have uh-uh. been a moment. That no, would have been already, a moment. I already got scolded this show. That's it. <sighs> All right. So, uh, so yeah. So now she's, you know, she's joining. Uh, she's joining the, uh, she's joining Howard University. Okay. Uh, she, along with her uh, is, you know, award-winning journalist, Tanahashi Coates, is also joining the staff at Howard University. And, uh, you know, thought this would be an inter- interesting discussion, you know, about her, you know, her not taking that position and then going to, uh, his, you know, a, a historically uh, black college, going to an HBCU and, you know, and bringing her, you know, bringing her talents there. And you know how we like to have discussions. So I kind of like to, you know, I kind of like to uh, we kind of like to, you know, bring both sides of the discussion here. Okay, so uh, first, joining us from Howard University, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce y'all to Robert T. Muhammad. What's good, brother Muhammad? Greetings, good afternoon. brother. Hello. Good afternoon. How are you? Thanks for having me. Salutations. Thank you. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Now, uh, now just real, now just real quick, just explain, you know, you know, just explain to the folks your position at Howard University. Yes, uh, director of financial aid. Uh, been at Howard about eleven months now. Joined from uh, Winston-Salem State University. So this is my second HBCU, but my first private HBCU, and I'm loving every minute of it. All right, 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 right. right. Now, uh, so that's from the Howard side of things. Now, I definitely want to bring in the. Uh, UNC side of things. Uh, I want to bring in an uh, award-winning uh, diversity and inclusion expert. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce y'all to Tamika Green. Hey, Tamika. Hey, Tamika. Hey, how are you? Good afternoon. Good, good afternoon. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks for coming. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Happy to be here. So. Um, I mean, this was major. Okay. Uh, one, it, you know, you're, you're dealing with a, an award winning journalist. Okay. Award winning journalist that, you know, that grew at UNC and for her, you know, and one for her to one, to, you know, she didn't pursue a position at UNC, she was recruited, and she wanted to give back. And uh, so, uh, so Tamika, I definitely want you to speak towards the, uh, you know, how you felt her, you know, her treatment in this process. You know, went from an, you know, from a black alumni side. I mean, uh, when she wasn't, you know, when she wasn't initially offered tenure. Okay, you know, how did that as a black alum make you feel? I was disappointed, to be honest. I mean, you know, she is a 
as you stated, a, an award-winning journalist, a reputable journalist, the 1619 Project won a Pulitzer Prize. I mean, you know, everything that a tenured professor needs to do, should do, she has done, and then some. And then for her to be denied tenure because she was giving factual and accurate information as journalists should, and as an academic, um, it was it was disappointing um, as an alum of UNC, a proud alum, but very disappointed in the university's lack of um, lack of willingness to to commit to their commitment to diversifying their not only their student body but their faculty base, um, and they had a wonderful opportunity to do that, and they. Um, chose not to for a wide variety of reasons, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, but it was disappointing, but I'm not surprised um, that this happened. Um, institutions have been on diversity and inclusion journeys for a long time, but it is part and parcel to the fact that some institutions are not willing to go the mile that they need to go in order to really to create that diverse environment that they tout so proudly. So it was disappointing, but not surprising. Yeah. Uh, uh, brother, I guess brother Muhammad from the, um, from the HBCU point of view. Okay. And, um, just a real quick question. How big is this get for, uh, you know, for Howard University? It, it's big, but, you know, Howard is going through this wonderful transformation where we are doing so many large things that is incorporated in the vision of the university to move Howard forward. So from bringing Felicia Rashad on board, renaming the uh, School, of School of Communications for Chadwick Bozeman, th this is part of a larger fabric but I think it's even part of a larger dynamic outside of the HBCU experience directly. Indirectly, the George Floyd circumstances, the Black Lives Matter is pushing black folk to a point where we are going home into safe spaces. And HBCUs have typically been safe spaces. Um, probably more so schools like Howard because being independent without having a state um, construct that, that that guides you, you're able to be unapologetically black and serve the need of the black community, especially in, a, in an area like the DMV uh, with Washington, D.C. So I, I think Howard is positioning itself to be one of those safe spaces, just like other HBCUs. Come on home. Come to us. We understand. We understand from an academic standpoint from a professor from a professor or instructor standpoint, and certainly from a student standpoint, what it is that you may need in order to give you the things that, that may be accounts in diversity at a PWI, but you're a number at a PWI. Whereas at an HBCU, we're looking at enrollment, persistence, retention, graduation, and being proud alums of those organizations or those institutions. You are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. St. Aug Financial Office knew me well. <laughs> Terrible. Yep. Every time, every time I open up the door, Mr. Buffet, how can we help you today? So yes, yes, I, uh, yeah, yeah, 
They know me. Yo, I had so much fun. Um, I, I went to uh, Shawan College first, um, which was, you know, out there in the sticks. And then I um, had to come back home. So I wound up at St. Augustine College, um, which was a great, great, great experience for me. Um, I mean, I went over to the state and I, I used to hang with people that, that, that went to like NC State or UNC and stuff like that. So I got a, a, a taste of that. But being at St. Aug and going to like, you know, the homecomings to everybody's A&T going all the way up to, you know, to, to Howard's uh, homecoming, um, it, it was something, you know, more special. It was uh, especially being from Raleigh because I, I, I got to uh, see a lot of other people like that look like me, but from different places, especially Florida, like Florida. Like, I don't know what what the kind of uh, 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 and endorsements y'all were giving florida cats but it's like everybody named mama from florida came up it was just it was just it was just bugged out but yeah uh I, I love that experience man and uh and for her to um to turn that down from unc i mean that's sort of like that's sort of like being in the friend zone right it's it's sort of like you know it's like i'm a friend you but I want to be with this person, but I'm going to call you and talk about this person. You know what I'm saying? You can't work with somebody that's going to sit here and, and not give you your just due. I mean, exactly. that, I mean, especially like knowing your, 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 your worth and, um, and a lot more people need to know that, that, you know, know their worth and know that, that, Hey, you know, if you don't, you know, I can, I can, I can do my own path. I can make my own path. I can, I can, if you don't want this knowledge and, and pay me for my knowledge and, and all that I got, well, here, let me give it to someone who will appreciate it, you know, and, uh, I, you know, you know, kudos to her for doing that, because while I was at St. Aug, um, I had some really nice and some really dope teachers that really like, you know, got down and, and you know, got into us and was like, yo, this is how it is. And uh, yeah, kudos to her, man. Uh, Tamika, what were your conversations like uh, with fellow alums while this was, you know, while this was going on? You know, once she, you know, you know, once tenure, you know, d did not come up for her. I mean, it was a shared disappointment among black alum. I mean, it was, um, you know, again, it, it was, you know, to his earlier point, it was kind of like. Um, you know, taking sloppy seconds for her to be offered tenure after being denied the first time. I mean, you know, most of the black alum that I spoke with were, you know, very disgusted, disappointed in the university. And, you know, this is not the first time that the university has, um, you know, made um, harsh judgments when they are, you know, when they have tapped into the black black academia and have brought wonderful esteemed professors and faculty to the organization. I mean, Ma Michael Eric Dyson was a professor at UNC when I was there and, you know, had a controversial commencement speech, made a, a controversial commencement speech in 1996 and talked about, you know, is the American dream still the American dream? 
And it's it's interesting how and convenient how you know Michael Eric Dyson is Michael Eric Dyson. Everyone knows who he is. Yep. He hasn't um, changed there, in a long, long there, time. There is there Not is no all. mystery. No, and he is steadfast and consistent in his viewpoint and his voice. And for the university to have issues with him making a very um, justifiable statement and several statements during the commencement in 1996 is, you know, part and parcel to what is being, you know, what is occurring now with um, Ms. Hannah Jones. So it's, it's kind of the same, you know, it's kind of the same thing that, you know, speaking out of both sides of your mouth, if you will, um, they want the accolades and the attributes of having, you know, these strong African-American academia, but then, when they are who they are and doing the work that they do, then there's a problem. It's like a bad um, marriage. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, you know, it's, it, it, it's, um, it, it's disappointing. And, you know, all there were several of us that participated in making a statement criticizing the university's decision to not offer her tenure. And, you know, we, I'll put in an ad in the Raleigh News and Observer several weeks ago to show our disdain along with current students and current faculty to say, listen, you know, as paying alumni of this university, you know, we hold you accountable for being truthful to your decree of welcoming diverse schools of thought along with diverse people in the university. And oh, by the way, the monies that we contribute through the tuition that you charge and the fees that we charge and the monies that we pay as alumni, um, you you need to understand that this is not holding true to the decree of being an open-minded university of the state of North Carolina. Um, You know, it's up to you to do the service of the citizens of the state to provide a factual, objective education. And that's not what's happening when you are picking and choosing who you decide to tenure based off of which donor screams the loudest. And our dollars evidently aren't, (laughs) aren't generating the loud screams that other donors um, monies are. So, you know, all of the black alumni that I have spoken to and have and continue to speak about this are disappointed, disgusted, and quite frankly, um, happy that she made the decision to go to Howard University. Um, it's it's UNC's loss and it's Howard's gain. And you know, I wish nothing but the best for her. And um, I'm you know very sad for future students that won't have an opportunity to be under her tutelage and be under her um, wonderful and, you know, well-rounded background and passion around teaching accurate history and being able to create future journalists. It's, it's disappointing that students won't have the opportunity at UNC to be under her wing. Um, but I, you know, I'm also kind of jealous of the students at Howard that are going to be able to, <laughs> to, to um, you know, to, um, you know, good for Howard. I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's our loss and their gain. So Godspeed to her and, you know, shame on UNC. What was that? But that's the dark side. I'm I'm sorry. 
Go ahead. I'm sorry, Key. I mean, but that's yeah. one thing, but, but I'm sorry, but that's one thing that 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 people don't understand. Like when you get into a situation, everything has changed now. That was her job, but not her career. Correct. And see, and when and 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 when and when we as as just you know just just the normal Joes that's out here working a nine to five realize like, hey, I'm doing this job. It's a job, but not my career. You you make you may control this part of of me excelling my in my career, but you're not the tail end of my career. So she instead of going up, she just moved to the left, going you know move diagonally, going straight up. So I you know, you but know. You, but you know I, part of it is we have to be cognizant that the plantation has only shifted from what it was where we were actually bound to the plantation sharecropping, Jim Crow, and now in many cases, co co the corporate construct and sadly the educational construct has these plantation implications. Someone said earlier about a bad marriage. It's a bad marriage whereby somebody has been used to being abused and feels the abuse is what they should take. And once you then awaken from the abuse and you say, you know what, I have choices, then the person who claimed to love you now wants to love you contextually to get you back. And so, you know, Chapel Hill, um, I mean, North Carolina's history with this whole thing, I mean, from Jesse Helms to uh, to dealing with the Silent Sam issue, it, 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 it there's a lot of history there. But Carolina positions itself as being this bastion of liberal thought, being the oldest public university in America. But you have this growing uh, cancel culture in the Trumpian, whatever you want to call that cauldron a mess, <laughs> or that crucible a mess, you know, that, that is putting people in a mindset where facts don't matter, history doesn't matter. It's about what I think. And what I think is coming from a tweet or from social media. So as a, a black voice cries out with fact, you have the other side that wants to give you these Aryan myths or whatever it is, to try to get other folks riled up and not recognize fact is fact. America at some point has to deal with a history of chattel slavery, not slavery, because one of the key components of the argument that came from the historians was we've had slavery. We're talking about chattel slavery. We're talking about making folks, uh, putting folks in chains, forcing them to uh, 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 procreate, dividing families. Something has not been dealt with. A whole different concept of me saying to you, you work for seven years and I give you freedom, therefore now you're no longer indentured. So we got to be very careful about the words that are used and the fact that some history historians don't want to have those real conversations because it opens up America to the world to what she has been versus what we present to the world as a whole. Yeah, I mean, just like Kellyanne Conway called it alternative facts. These are all yeah. alternative facts. And, you know, the, you know, the hot buzzword now, everyone's talking about critical race theory. It's not, it's having, it's U.S. history and yes, accurate exactly. and factual U.S. history. You know, <laughs> the institution of education has been colonized since the beginning of education in this country. Yes. So, so the fact that, you know, it's not critical race theory, it's having accurate and factual U.S. history, which is inclusive of the institutionalism of racism and every other ism that's in this country. Mm -hmm. And, you know, back to what Mr. Muhammad said in terms of, you know, history is not 
an interpretation until it's been reported factually and accurately. And so, you know, the, exactly. the fact that, the fact that um, you know, Carolina and, you know, other institutions are businesses, you know, yes, they are yes. in the, they are in the business of educating young minds and all types of minds, but they're also in the business to generate as much revenue as they can. Correct. And the mm -hmm. bottom line is what's really, what has driven this decision, but also back to what he said in terms of this very Aryan, you know, very much so white viewpoint of how, or the majority viewpoint of how, you know, America is seen, you know, with George Washington sharing the, you know, chopping down the cherry tree and Columbus saving the day by finding America and missing all of those other important details in between. Yep. Um, you know, it is, is why we are in the position that we are in. How can we do better if we don't know what happened in the past? And, and you know, I'll, I'll just share a very quick anecdote. One of my favorite conversations or, or, or observations would be if we had 1619, the landing in Jamestown, Virginia, and a year later you have Plymouth Rock uh, with the pilgrims, who the hell unloaded the boat? <laughs> who unloaded the Mayflower? Who unloaded the Mayflower? Right, right. You know, so 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 we have to put things in context so they work in tangent. And history is not linear, but folks aren't stupid either. So when you you present yourself as being this bastion of of greatness, understand to be great, you had to go through some very troubling and and and, and trials and tribulations to get you to be so called great and. Be honest about the fact that if it was not for the work of those who came to the shores of America, as our ancestors did, that America we have today would not exist. And the 1619 Project is trying to get folks to think outside the box and understand there were individuals who wanted to keep, uh, who wanted to have this conversation or wanted a, a revolution because you might then impact their ability to have chattel slavery to push the South forward as the mm -hmm. South was done from 1619 to 1865 and beyond. Mm -hmm. They have to be honest about that. But it's real. Man. They can be honest about they can be honest about uh, don't take my history, leave up the Confederate uh, statues that were erected way after the end of the Confederate War. Right. The um, Civil War. So you mean they, to don't, they, don't, the they don't. Go ahead. Go ahead, Key. They don't want to. They don't want to teach what actually happened during that time, right? Oh no! They, they, oh no! They, they, I mean, the fact that they romanticize. I mean, you have people cosplaying. I mean, they they, they talk about the nerds cosplaying at, at a comic con. You got cats dressing up in hot wool in the summer, yeah. playing war like we did as yeah. kids with pow pow mm -hmm. bang bang. Really? Yeah. You know, and if we did that or we do it from a standpoint of festive behavior when it comes to um, recognizing Juneteenth or recognizing African culture. Oh, that that's that has no relevance. But you want to recreate a history that you can't cre recreate. And ultimately, you know, you lost. I mean, the fact that you display a flag that you lost under says there's a lot about your psyche that you really want to be somebody when you grow up. Whatever that is, I have no idea. <laughs> but you want to be that thing. Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like someone else very recently that lost that doesn't want to admit 
that they lost a very important election as well. Um, very yeah. Yes. True. Yeah. True. Yes. 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 I should have kept my, I should, yeah, I should have kept my uh, encyclopedias because uh, <laughs> that seemed to be the only truth. The old truth is, you know, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. I wonder now, um, I, I don't know about the whole journalist, uh, going to be a journalist, uh, catalyst of, of going to be one, but I wonder if they're just going to have a class called fake news. And, uh, and, and <laughs> because it's, a, it's, it's amazing that when you, when you state these facts, even though you give them the numbers and the facts that, you know, they still want to believe what they want to believe. I just saw a, um, a, uh, a interview with this guy and he was like, yeah, you know, whites come from Egypt and they invented the pyramids and they have nothing to do with Africa. The dude was like, ho, 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 wait a minute. Where is Egypt? And he was like, you know, you know, up north, north top of Africa. He was like, well, wouldn't that mean he's African if, you know, they're African? <laughs> and, but he didn't want to, but he didn't want to believe it. And I say that to say this because I do deal with um, a teacher and um, we were watching this child. He was he's going to go. He's getting ready to go into middle school um, and the teachers give a brief description of themselves and what the course is going to be about. And this, he was like, yeah, we're going to be a, I'm your history teacher, blah, blah, blah. And we're going to talk about the beginning of history in Mesopotamia. I was like, oh, in my mind, I was like, oh, dude, you know, you got to go down a little bit further down south, you know what I'm saying, to to, to Africa. You just totally forgot Africa. They, he, she said, you know, Mesopotamia, and just kept going and blah, 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 me evil, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Africa didn't matter. That was kind of crazy. Uh, but Tico, trust me, trust Tico, you know, trust me indeed. Five to ten years from now, there will be uh college courses on the rise of fake news. Trust me on that. That oh, is yeah. going, oh, you know, yeah. that that that's you know, that you know, that that's or you know, that is already going to be in the works. If some colleges have um have courses based around uh, you know, based around the lyrics of Tupac, this is going to be a course, yeah. man. Trust me. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. I mean, but, know, the spin, but the spin is real, though, right? The spin is real. I mean, you know, that's that to to, to master the spin, right? That's a you know, skill the, in itself. But you know, look, the spin. You know, if you look back in the 1920s, phonology was a big thing. That's where they looked at the shape of the head and mm-hmm. if you had a Negro head or Negroid mm-hmm. head or Mongoloid head or Caucasoid head, or you had a sloping forehead, you were probably given to crime or whatever, you know, and people accepted this. I mean, people, people actually use this as fundamental ways to teach the differences between race and behaviors. So fake news, however we look at it, it's always been out there. It's just now mm-hmm. we've given the opportunity to some people who should not have access to a keyboard to have a conversation, mm-hmm. and and their conversations are such that when you when you have a, when you when you when you have an opportunity to meet them, they can't defend what they said because they're going to refer back to what somebody else said, and it becomes more or less he said she said in this circular conversation, and we've moved away from 
debate. We moved away from uh, arguments that actually are, are, are rooted in fact and truth. Everything now is what I feel. And if I can get a like, uh-huh. and if I get a like and I get a following and I'm good, you know, so it's, it, it's just disappointing, but it's also very telling that the education system that we have, and I think we all can agree, doesn't educate it indoctrinates. It doesn't give you those opportunities whereby you should be able to think freely. Even in college, you have folks who are more about, to the point made earlier, we're a business than the freedom of academia, whereby you can have these conversations in a safe space and feel good about it. And and I go back to what I said in my opening statement, being at Howard, being unapologetically black. And to me, what Howard did and what happened was that's like uh, that, that's like stealing away a number one draft pick. That's like that's like when uh, when, when uh, I think it was the Colts moved to Indianapolis. You know, <laughs> right, right? Actually, right. actually, I'm gonna tell you when I watched her on, you know, when I watched her interview uh, with Gail King, it took me back to 2010. Okay, I felt like I was watching the decision. I honestly felt like I was watching the decision and LeBron James telling everyone he's leaving, you know, he's leaving Cleveland and going to going to Miami. That's how yep. it, yeah, I mean, that's honestly yep. how it felt. I was like, wow, yep. it's, it's you, like you the like, decision like all over to, again. To LeBron yep. James making his decision. Dude, think, no, but think about it. Think about it. Who came along with her? Tani Hashi Coates, just like, Chris, just like Chris Bosch coming yeah. along with LeBron James to go to, uh, to, to go, uh, you know, to go to Miami. Come on, yo. Come on. OK, OK. I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that parallel. Right. And, and I'll go back it, just a little bit to make it compelling. <laughs> I'll go back a little bit further, though. Several weeks ago, um, our president, President Frederick, had a conversation mm-hmm. with Cornell West. And it was um, I forget the brother that, that actually was more or less the moderator. He, I think he's Jason, the, the brother, I think, um, that's on M- MSNBC. But to uh, watch Jason our Johnson. president, yes, so to watch our president weave a conversation with Cornell and do it in a way to stick to facts. While we're moving in a certain way, we're not actually devaluing education. We're not devaluing Western civilization education as Cornell seem to think we were doing because we were moving from a department that we had. But you're trying to make students or you're trying to have students who graduate with a well-rounded understanding of how the world works and give them tools. So you may not need some of the archaic processes, but you can still deliver the message. And when I say that you have a very masterful person in that position, it's not it's not because I work this because I respect what the brother's doing. And I respect that some academicians are caught up in a time war. I mean, we have, and I think we can, we can agree, maybe we can't, we have some step and fetch it gatekeepers that are nationally known that are very good at trying to redirect the conversation in order to get, get what's important off the table. Oh yeah, agree. And so as a result, we then have to bring the conversation back to what it needs to be. And we're the space now where if we can really bring more of our intelligentsia back to HBCUs, more students to HBCUs Mm -hmm. and develop the administrative processes to match the academic processes at HBCUs, then we're competitive. But we also know we're going to have folks who are going to work against that because 
they don't see the value of having somebody that looks like me teach me and care about me. Mm-hmm. And right. they prefer to keep that perpetuation of the of, 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 of a neo slave mentality emerging that really is part of this cancel culture conversation where what I always say is, you know, when America catches the flu, we get pneumonia. We overdo it. Right. Yeah. And then and then we, we have that conversation that really then hurts the fundamental under, underpinning of being black in America, because many of us don't understand being black in America. It's only what we've been taught a little bit about Martin, Martin Luther King, maybe Malcolm X, perhaps. Fannie Lou Hamer comes much later. And you certainly going to understand at some point that you were a slave, but everything is cool now because Texas says we're immigrants. We were, you know, and they put that in, the, in, in their in their books. And people believe they that. Sure did. They sure did. Like we just came down here and was like, you know what? We just love the hot sun and we love picking cotton. And you know what we do after we finish picking cotton? We like to dance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, that's crazy because it makes it, you know, when, when you put that out there, people believe that shit. And and yep. and it's 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 the same thing as when on television you would watch us on television you would see us as cop you would see us as as, as crooks, thieves, drug dealers, pimps, pimps. You know what I'm saying? That, that's all that you would see us as somebody's somebody's mammy or somebody's you know what I'm saying taking taking Mama. care of somebody. And the only way that we can get some help is the, the only way we can get some help unless some some white person comes down into the inner city and teach us the the the, the right way to to talk, to walk, and, and 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 to be. You know what I'm saying? All that shit comes into your psyche but you'd be like yo yep. Yep. that shit is crazy if and, I, and i'm telling you man when when i and I'm, I'm going there when 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 bill when bill got arrested bill cosby when bill cosby got arrested Uh-oh. i swore Uh-oh. i swore that i swore Uh-oh. that this right here i swore that this right here was just another way of of, of underlining things that this great man that this man has done now don't you know if he you know if he was popping quaaludes to chicks I, all i know is back in the 70s quaaludes was like you know popping tic tacs i don't you know that's what i know but anywho um <laughs> so he had like if it wasn't for shows like different world i wouldn't have like you know what i'm saying say yo let me go to st Aug and see how this is this looks pretty cool this looks like us looks like i could learn something uh-huh. you know what i'm saying on, on that note and um you know him even his family you know what i'm saying uh being a doctor and he's a, and his wife's a lawyer and they're making money but but it was kind of weird because he's seeing pregnant women in his basement but that's a whole nother story but um uh but yeah yeah but but you Hold know on. wait 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 tico and i apologize guys because tico just just did an interesting segue for me did you say a different world yeah, oh, did. yes. Hold on for a second, guys. I'm sorry. I have to show this off. In case our guests didn't know, uh, Perry is a complete different world fanboy. Look at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Mister. And that's what we enjoy. Wow. Yeah, of course. Yes. Probably his his third. Th- third or fourth yeah. different world shirt. <laughs> yeah. 
Thank you for stretching yeah. that out because Whitney looked like Ron for a hot second. I was worried for a second. I was worried about that. I was like, that's Dwayne, but who's that other dude? <laughs> All right. Look, I, uh, Tamika, um, after this fiasco, and let's call it a fiasco, let's call it what it is, okay? Yes. Do you feel that the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill are going to take any lessons from what's from what has occurred? Uh, no. Be honest. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I mean, I think I think their crisis management PR um, arm will advise that if this happens in the future, that they should tread lightly, maybe wait a little while, have a little bit more of a transparent criteria in terms of what they use to determine how they tenure and how not. But I I, I don't think that that's going to change anything. Um, as a matter of fact, I think that this actually hurts their ability to recruit um, academics going forward, especially um, diverse academics, because this was such a cluster um, and they really missed an opportunity to um, to be for them at the forefront of really back to what Mr. Muhammad had said in terms of, you know, really adhering to offering a liberal education, a well-rounded education. Um, and they missed right. they missed an opportunity. And I don't think that they are going to change um, what they will do in the future, because, again, the same people that are in their ears with this decision are the same people that will that are still in their ears with with future decisions. So I don't think that this is going to change um, anything going forward, unfortunately. You know, I am so as everybody knows, if you watch the show, I am fully about hitting people in their pockets. If if we get down to the to 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 the uh, to the point where we boycott and we really boycott and stop sending athletes to UNC basketball players, football players, lacrosse players, whatever, whoever you know, whatever you know, African Americans or whatever sports they're playing, track and field. If we stop that and hit them in the pocket, I think we would get some change going on. But I am with you on that with the academics academically. Yeah. I mean, academically, I think they will snuff, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll sweep this under the table or up under the rug or whatever. But once you, because, but it's the, it, you got to hit them where the money is and the money isn't where the sports is. It's where, you know, that, 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 that that's where it is. Basketball players stop going and start going to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, St. Aug or Central or, or Howard or whatever, you know, take, taking their talents over there. You know, it, 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 it'll be something totally different. Um, I'm a firm believer of that. Once you start taking that money out of their pocket, then you'll get some change. Yeah, but, okay. you know, but part, I was, I was part of that is, and I go back to something I said earlier, you have to match the administrative process with the academic process. Mm -hmm. You know, how it arguably is the Harvard of, of black, black education. Exactly. Um, and, and, but whatever we do academically, we have to do well administratively. And that means, you know, spending time in financial aid office should not be such that people romanticize it on the yard at homecoming 
It's like, how do we change the dynamic? How do we make sure we do what we do well? And that's not at Howard, that's throughout the entire strata. But at the same time, as we as we send the athletes, as we send the, 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 the young minds to HBCUs, we have to remind ourselves HBCUs are a product of coming out of slavery into Jim Crow, into black mm-hmm. codes, Jim Crow. And a lot of uh, HBCUs need a lot of help. Now, do we know we need the help? Do they know they need the help? I'm taking Howard out of it and speaking generally. Probably, probably yes, but how do you get it? And how do you then make sure your students are not just loved in the classroom, but they're not stuck in a hot gym trying to figure out how to how, how to get some classes in 2021? Exactly. You know, we, we have we have to match it up and we have to be honest. And I, I use this quite a bit. We got to move from business to business. You got to move from the head usher that doesn't exist in any church, but they've been doing that for a long time. They've commissioned themselves to be a head usher. And what they say in their mind goes, okay, but it is an outdated paradigm. That paradigm is outmoded. How do we give those athletes the same level of um, concern, treatment, and love to get them to St. Aug or to Shaw or to Central right. or to A&T? So whereby when they get there, they feel that they're in a space that is similar, may not be the same, but what they may have gotten at a, at a chapel right. here. Not be the same as far as accommodations, but the love is there. You cover down, you love them, and you give them what they need in order to move forward academically, culturally, so they are well-rounded Black people or African Americans for the experience they're going to have beyond four years of education. What we call what we call in our uh, in my school system is uh, not being a good person, but being a good citizen. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, look, I definitely want to thank our guests. Okay. Most definitely. Uh, Green, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Robert Muhammad. Thank uh, you. You're welcome. Definitely welcome back, you know, especially on other conversations. Uh, Tamika, I know we can go down some serious hip hop holes with the, you know, you know, with <laughs> yeah, this group based on our, you know, exactly based on, you know, yeah. based on our personal back background and yeah. brother Muhammad. Okay. Brother Muhammad, as I was explaining to my man, Rob, all, you know, off screen. Okay. Uh, brother Muhammad is a, is a, is a huge old school wrestling family, just like we are. Okay, so you know okay. that would be a whole separate conversation. Oh yeah, yeah, itself. yeah. Well, we're gonna yeah, talk absolutely. about New Jack. We're gonna talk about New Jack. We're gonna talk, you gotta about, talk about New. Jack. You got about New Jack. You gotta talk about. Um, I just got the Four Horsemen. Uh, uh, the original Four Boxing. Horsemen framed. Yeah, that's oh, it. Wow. I got. I got it framed. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> but with their autographs. So all of them are my language, homeboy. You speaking my language. Yeah. So we gotta do wrestling. We gotta do it. We gotta yeah. do wrestling. We got. We gotta do yeah. something around uh, the, the, the black influence. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> Back then, wrestling. You know? Wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. We done. But we gotta we do New Carolina. Jack because because New Jack when he went to Smoky Mountains he did a promo. Why he? Well, he well by he uh he said uh, to, about OJ. There's two less we gotta yeah. deal with. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, he did. and I and I, I was born in Tennessee, so where he was, right. that's my hometown, Johnson City, that area. Wow. Wow. So I so I know those cats. And just as yeah. a bit of trivia, right outside of Johnson City, you can look this up. Look up Mary the Elephant, 1920 or 1919. 
These folks hung an elephant by a crane because the elephant killed an itinerant um, worker for a circus who was beating the elephant. He was a drunk. They had a trial for the elephant. They found the elephant guilty and they hung the elephant. Wow. So and they had and they used to have a conversation in that town, and I'm not gonna use the word, but think about it. If we do this to an elephant, what do you think we'll do to you? Mm. First That's of real all, talk. first of all, hanging an elephant by the throat, they hung it by the throat. Yes, look it up. There's a photograph of Mary the elephant being hung. There's also a play somebody has done about the trial and the results of hanging an elephant. Well, let Mary. me tell you right something. outside of Johnson City. That, well, all I can tell you is this right here. That is a wow. disgrace. But yes. the company, the, the rope company that made that, I will definitely put stock in that. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, the hang a hang of elephant, man. Your shit gotta be tight and right. Thank you. you know Thank what I'm you. saying? Am I, am I wrong for saying yeah. that? That's too wrong. To oh no, Look, but but hey, but I but I think I'm just saying. <laughs> we gotta have a conversation at some point about the strata of racism in America mm-hmm. and the Scotch-Irish um, influence and the fact that these individuals said, I'm better than they are who I control on a plantation or in a circumstance. I mean, it really goes, it, there's a lot that goes into this. I mean, America, to some extent, was a penal colony. We don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. We know Australia mm-hmm. was, right, but you right. sent your dregs. And it was worse to be a Scotch and an Irish or certainly being a combination thereof as it related to race in America. And that's who was whooping ass, excuse my expression, right. on plantations. And that's but who see, decided that's the, Mary needed to be hung. Exactly. That's the type of stuff that I I, I talk about or that, that I think because America has always been racist. It's been racist on his own, you know what I'm saying, supposedly white people. When the Irish came down here, they won't shit. When the motherfucking Polish people came, they won't shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they do all this stuff, but they tell you like, hey, you know what? You ain't shit, but you like shit, but you ain't this dark shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're not, you're not yeah. as low as, you, as you these folks. You're better than them. But, but, but you right. better than them. You better than them, but you still shit. You know what I'm saying? Here go, to me. Here go. Before yeah, we hit yeah. look, before we hit that rabbit hole, Brother Muhammad, we're definitely gonna get up with you because this is starting to sound like you know, this is starting to sound like additional content. So we we definitely <laughs> we need to do work. it. Yeah, we Let definitely me know. Work, yes. definitely want to work this, this out. So look, yes. guys, thank you. Thank you for joining us on Straight to Tape. You. Of thank course, you. you're welcome. Of course, you're welcome back anytime. Because trust me, anytime. we'll be reaching out. I will be reaching. Thank out. you. Thank you. Thank you Listen so out much. For the call, guys. Listen y'all. out for the call. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Have a good day. <laughs> Woo! That was strong, ladies and gentlemen. That was strong. Yeah, yeah man. That yeah, was yeah. good. Yeah. I like yeah. enjoyed that yeah. conversation. Yeah. But look, let's quit real quick. Let's move on. Um, while you know, while we were going, there was a lot of controversy about. Uh, now you know, I you know, I have this bad habit of messing up names, especially after about uh after about three of these. Mm-hmm. Which I'm drinking, uh, which I'm drinking, uh, Woodenville bourbon today. Anyway, uh, the Sprinter. Uh, can someone pronounce her first name for me? Because I don't want to mess it up. I mean, it's literally phonetic. Shakari. I don't Shikari, have it up. Bro. Okay, Shikari. so Shakari Richardson. Thank you, guys. Oh, Teamwork makes the gene work. Shut up. Okay. Woo! 
<laughs> so, uh, you know, first, um, you know, she, you know, was, uh, you know, tested positive for marijuana. Uh, so that kept her out of the 100, you know, the 100 yard dash team. Mm-hmm. And what there was, there could have been an opportunity for her to join the team because she was banned for a month. Uh, the month ban, uh, you know, pretty much ended at the time that the relay team uh, was going to be doing their thing. Perry. And she, yeah. Perry. 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 Mm-hmm. The reason why I have uh, issues with this is because I've ran high before like you know what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying like 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 i've ran high before i cannot say that tico not high you know what i'm saying i slowed down while i was running high you know what i'm saying i i I got away i got away (laughs) i got away just due to the simple fact that I had to use my mind instead of my legs because I was slow with my legs. Were you slow with the mind? Hey, no, my mind was right. But I'm just, I'm saying though. Impossible. Impossible. You know, but I have not, you know what I'm saying? I have, I'm, I'm off the narcotics and, um, Oh my I have I have I have not tested these new strands of weed that is out here now. So I don't know if they have a new strand that's out here that makes you run fast or, or go either faster. I don't know, but from it what I that, used might be to that do, purple Urkel. Might be that purple Urkel. <laughs> you know what? Urkel. All right, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Mike. <laughs> you're absolutely right. You smoke that shit, you might come out like Stefan. I get then, it. I got it. But then you. when you when you win, you turn around and you say, Did I do that? Did I do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm with you on that. Okay. Oh, I, I, it must be it must yeah. be that new strange because all I know is when I was you know when I used to smoke weed, it was like, yo, all I want to do is sit on the couch and eat um uh, funions. So it's like watch comedy yeah. movies. Exactly, and I don't think that's very, you know what I'm saying, make you run a, run even, even, even faster. Or that's even just saying like, hey, even on a high day, I can beat you on a good day. That's some gangster <laughs> shit. That's some gangster that's some shit, ga- that's, that's some, some gangster, gangster shit, shit right there. Yeah. That, that would be the reason why <laughs> motherfuckers be like, you know, you can't join. If I can beat you high on a fucking high day, I can beat you on your best day, y'all ain't shit. That's what's up. Shakira. <laughs> Shakari. Anyway, so Shikari. are we so back to where we were originally? Thank you, Rob. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, he just, you, you know how it goes. Man. Oh, Thank you, Rob. Help me bring it in, brother. Help me bring it nah, in. No, you go ahead, man. You got it. You got okay. it. Okay. Okay. So she was excluded from the Olympic team altogether. All right. It's whack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, which a lot of people feel that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to be the however motherfucker, okay? Yeah. But however, but however, I mean it's it, it it's written in the rules. You can't get popped for weed. Yeah, okay? I, mean, I get that. Yeah, I mean I get that. But, but I thought it was like, well, she couldn't, she couldn't do that 
particular event. But if she did another event, that she would be fine and she could, no. you know, join the Olympics. No. I thought that that's how. No, it, it, it was the it was the fact that the suspension was going to be uh, over by the time that event, that next event the popped 400, up. The four hundred relay. A word. Right. Potentially. That's what, potentially, yeah. The, originally, that's what it. Yeah, allegedly, potentially, yeah. all that good stuff. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. You know, just based on when the ban occurred mm-hmm. versus when the event, yes, yeah, she would have been eligible. Okay, eligible to help out there, uh, but but she's not. I take it this way. I take it this way. All right, uh, maybe this is finally the lesson or the case study that is needed to get cannabis off that damn list. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. Fuck uh, that shit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> what happened? What happened to the payoffs? Nobody's paying niggas off no more. I mean, I mean, is, is that is that dead now? Like the payola is that gone? It's like yo, for real, for real though. Like you know what I'm saying? The payola is that gone now? Are we like in that? Are we in that information age where we could tell if somebody got payout? I mean, payola. I mean, what? I mean, what is that? Yeah, I mean, money travels electronically yeah. now. They don't, they don't do. Nobody got cash anymore. When's the last I mean, time? Stop, you gave I mean, first of all, first of all, don't cash. Look, if I'm doing some shit like that, do not cash at me. But if you do cash at me, <laughs> like, like if you put, if you do cash at me, like in the memo, like put like lawn service or something. Like Why you know, you what I'm saying anything in like, the memo. Why you got to put anything? No, you in the got memo? you. You, you got to. You, no paper trail, dog. I got no, in the no, memo. No, that's no, what it's for. No, I pay. My, I, pay I pay. I pay my barber. Shouts out to Andre Gray, Andre's Barbershop. I pay my. That's how I pay my barber. Cash app. I don't put in there Did you haircut. Why not? Because he know what it's for. No, you, no. So 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 if you get audited and 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 they just come down here and randomly you giving it. How much you paying for a haircut? Let's see. Mm. Okay, I, I, I mean, my, my, I mean, my haircuts are usually about thirty bones. So, thirty bones. God dang, that's some light skin shit. Look here, yo, um, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo. Have you look, seen my look, haircuts? Look, Rob, Have Rob, you seen Rob, my Rob, Rob, Rob. That is what happens when you don't use clippers and you use scissors. You feel me? That's what happens. You, you, your price go up. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. I'll be sure shit. Look at that. Look at that shit. I mean, yeah, your barber you did know? a good job and shit, nigga. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Put yeah, your fucking yeah. headphones back on. Yeah, but yeah, dog, man. Your, no, barber, no. your barber Yo. got scared. It looks good, P, man. Just, Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. It looks good, man. Yeah, dog, baby, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, look, in, in a day and age where you have 26 states where uh, the use of cannabis is legal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and she's from Oregon, where the use of cannabis is legal. Thank you, Don. Thank you. Uh, I mean, the, the use of cannabis is legal. Okay, uh, so but it is I mean, I, the 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 Olympics. Yeah, people are international. Very true. Very true. But maybe it's time for us to finally get to that point where. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, where yeah, cannabis is not it always is criminalized. When we, when we get to this point, 
yes, it's a stupid rule, but it is the rule, right? And I'm not true, very true. However, she was very good when she ran around to the did the press gambit and took responsibility. Excellent. Make a whole lot of excuses for what she did. Um, there is one big reason though, right? Um, this woman found out that her biological mother died while doing an interview from a reporter. So everybody can kind of empathize with her as far as that's concerned. And she took, she, she did not make the right choice and now she's paying for it. A lot of the vitriol that I'm seeing is basically putting her down when we've all have been fucking 21 years old. And even in our little piddly life decisions that we had to make at 21, most of us, not all of us, Some some of us had to really adult at 21. But mm-hmm. a lot of us, uh, most of my friends did not. So the, the dumbass decisions we made between the ages of 18 and say 23, 4, 5. It's 27 really, to some. Right. When you really become an adult, y'all ain't do that right. So just shut the fuck up and let her do what she's but, doing. She said she's going to come you know, back stronger. Um, She's right. going to uh, you know, she's gonna come back stronger. Right. She she understands she's young, and just she gets it. break hug hug her. Like y'all yeah, are really so, y'all are yeah. really expecting. Can I finish? Sometimes they think, Keith. Sometimes they think that people know the machine. Like they can go through the machine. Like if you've been if you've been fucking doing tennis or running your whole fucking life, like you should know the machine. But the machine will eat your ass up. Ass old girl who was playing tennis. What's old, what's her name? The one that like uh, took off because her, her mental state won't right. Which one? What you know? What I'm talking about. Yeah, Osaka. We just I mean, talked yeah, about yeah, her. A couple yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, no, right, Osaka. right, yeah, right. Like, like, like you know, like her. They, you know, they tend to think that okay, because you're in this high competitive situation, that you should know the machine and you should be able to go through the machine like everybody else. But that's not the case. Nobody's like anybody else, right? So true, true. she dealt with this situation. She dealt with this situation. You know what I'm saying? She just might have hit a J or just took a couple of hits. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, to get a mind right or whatever, whatever. And, and she in and, Oregon, you right, know it was busted. good. Right. You know it was you know, good. Yeah, exactly. You know so, you know, she, so, she got, so she got busted with it. Uh, so she'll come back. And she'll do what she has to do. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's behind her. Uh, but again, again, the 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 main thing is this. Do we want the Olympics to say it's okay to smoke weed, that it's okay, that, that it is what it is? And uh, do we want our athletes to be at the peak of their, you know, of 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 their prime, because that, that's what it is, right? The athletes that are in the Olympics are the athletes that are peak at their prime, meaning that you know what I'm saying that they're not. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well they're not they're not they're not doing drugs and and they're not drinking. You know what I'm saying, and 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 they're not out here partying because they're out here training to do this to be at their highest. You know what I'm saying, peak. Right, Tigo, Tigo, Tigo. I've been on basketball courts with cats that had just that just just smoked a couple of blunts, and and might have downed uh, a a a forty year old gold. Okay, and was out there balling. 
Perry, you play basketball? All right, so back in the day, back in the day, so let's take this back to let's take this back to Shakari though, and and being empathetic with her situation, and Keisha was like, you know, what I'm saying, trying to set that up and 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 complete a, a thought. I don't remember, but okay, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's just it's just really about you know, what I'm saying, um, right. not really. Uh, Making her out to be like this bad person, you know right. what I'm saying? It's just oh, a young she's person. Not. No, she's not. No, you know what yeah. I'm saying? She made a mistake. I mean, she, she, she. It ain't like she's hiding from the shit. It ain't like she's denying anything. Oh. It ain't like she's trying to cover it up. She knows she fucked up, and we know she fucked up. Like you know, like you were saying, like you said, P. It's in the rules. So yeah. everybody said, "Man, fuck that. Let her run." Mm, I mean, no. that would be nice. No. That would be really nice and all that good shit. That would be a nice feel good story. But it's in the rule book. You know what right. I'm saying? It's yeah. in the rules. That we, you know, people exactly. get drug tested for jobs. You know what I'm saying? So you have know. to be beholden to the rules until you're able to change the rules. I mean, it's, I mean, it's really that's oh. it's that simple. But I'm doing you know? brain. So I'm doing oh, brain on, surgery. Tico, but hold I can... on, Tico, Tico, hold on. Go ahead, Key. Is it something today? What? No, go ahead. Go ahead, y'all. Go ahead. Um. It is the image that the world has of black children, which she, I consider, she still, she was just in North Carolina able to buy tobacco products, tobacco products, right? Mm -hmm. It is the image that the world has of black children, that Mm -hmm. they are monstrous adults at the age of two, right? Five, Mm -hmm. seven. Um, And we do that too, right? Mm -hmm. We put so much onus on children to make decisions that an adult would make. That's not how it is. Like kids Mm -hmm. need to be fostered. Kids need to be grown. Kids need to make bad decisions and, and with a safety net and hopefully get to rebound from that. So it's a lesson learned from her, but it's just, crazy to see all the people that are kind of throwing her out with the bait either it's either throw her out or Mm -hmm. she should be able to run and it's neither of those two things it's Mm -hmm. square in the middle of being a community that allows people to fuck up Mm -hmm. and rebound from and be there to help them to rebound from their mistakes right because like don said people in mourning don't always make the best decisions and we we have to remember that the reason why she even did that is because, you know what I'm saying? She found out her, her mom had passed away from like a reporter and shit. Right. You yep. know what I'm saying? So not only did she get that terrible news, she got that terrible news from somebody that wasn't even in her family. Yep. You know what I mean? So she, she was dealing with it. Uh, the best way she thought she needed to deal uh, with it at the time. Which many of us have done, right? Which many which of us, many have, of us done. have done. Knowing that you got some work to do, knowing you got work to do, right? Get your mind off of that to get to, to get back into work. Yep. Right. 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 Yep. So, uh, yeah, it, it, I, I agree with you, Key. It's 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 my it's my thought that I mean we gotta just you know uh, allow her that space to fuck up. She acknowledged it. That's good enough for me, bro. Mm-hmm. That's good enough. Exactly. For me. She acknowledged. And she acknowledged it, and she's she's willing to. She. I mean, she's young, man. She's gonna come back and and. Yep. You know, hey, dust them. 
is what it is. But it's it's interesting to me also is that we always feel like because we have such access to these people and they tweet and they're on Instagram and there's 87 billion articles written about them um, that we know them and we know exactly what's going on in the situation. And most times we don't. Right. Most times we don't. We uh, she keeps calling this woman her biological mother, which makes me think that they probably didn't have the best relationship, but that's just right. me gleaning off of what's been reported. So there are mm-hmm. a lot of things, and and this is in general, a lot of things in people's lives outside of this this little screen that you look at every day and your phone that you look at every day. You have no fucking idea what people are going through, mm-hmm. and I they think get, they make it on. I'm sorry, Key. I think she said that her grandmother raised her, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Like her grandmother raised her. Like I think, her, like her grandmother was like her mama. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. she's been like that. And a lot of us, and look, and a lot of us in our community was in that same position. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us, a lot of us were in that same position. So, um, yeah. I mean, here's the whole thing. I look. I'm just expecting her to learn from this, grow from this. And and expect her to do big things. And I'm actually expecting, I'm expecting the 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 sport or the committee itself to hopefully grow from this because they have now missed out on somebody that's going to be that could have been giving them great ratings, mm-hmm. great ratings during the Olympics. You know, you know what, you know what kind of like like uh, got me a little bit. P is mm-hmm. that um, you know. She's a great runner, and I, you know, I'm not taking anything from her. And you know, the bright hair and the long fingernails, and you know, what I'm saying the flashiness and stuff. That, that, you know, that Flojo like, shit. You know, exactly. Shit. That's what yeah, I'm trying to say. Shit. I'm, you know, and you know, you know, sometimes we need to sit back and think that you know, what I'm saying she wasn't the first person to do this and act yeah. this way, but Flojo was, you know, what I'm saying she, her, you know. Give respect where respect's due. And you know what I'm saying? She's dope, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm exactly, saying. exactly. Well, yo, let's move on. Uh, okay, who had a chance? Who had that chance to check out Summer of Soul? On who? Yo, yeah, I, I did. this morning. Yep. I did. I did. Okay. I did. It's so. nothing. It, it was nothing. Um, I've seen this footage before. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the documentary. I, I, I really did. Um, but I wish that I would have saw more of the show per se. I mean, you know, I enjoyed the whole, you know, linking everything together and the talking of 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 of, of, of how people felt at that particular time and moment. Mm-hmm. I get it, you know what I'm saying, because that was that interested me too. But I would really just love, would just love to have seen the show and how Itself, it ran yeah. in, in in its entirety. You, you know, so I could so I could get a feel of how it was that, you know, those days that that, that mm-hmm. these things happen. Because if you look at wood, I mean, you look at Woodstock, Woodstock, you know, the box set of Woodstock, you have, you know, the the concert itself. And then at the very end of, you know, the credits or whatever or, or, or the extra uh, uh, stuff that you have. They would talk about you know the music and this that and the other but but, but know, even in the there. even in the woods but tico even in the woodstock sense okay are you getting are you getting the full raw footage of woodstock or are you still getting the clip versions okay i mean i see what you're right. saying 
I definitely see what you're saying. Uh, but yeah, my biggest thing about this was, you know, the the taking the concept and linking it to the historical perspective of what was going oh, on I in America, oh, what was going on in the, yeah, what was going on in America, what was going on in the black community, and also particularly what was going on in Harlem at that time in 1960. There's a lot of shit going on in New York. Yeah. There's a lot of shit going on in New York that day, yo. A lot of shit going you know, on. You know, I, I mean, it, you know, I mean, the, the whole conversion, you know, look, the whole conversion from, um, you know, from, uh, you know, from the way it was in the black community to the, uh, you know, to the cultural shift on, uh, you know, on, on Afrocentric things. Okay. Uh, you know, that, you know, that, I guess I call it that feel from going to the con to the Afro. You know what I mean? Um, that influence. Okay. Like, th like the, like, like during the part, with uh with with Sly and the Family Stone, okay, and how uh whoever was talking at the time was talking about how the audience actually changed, at, at, you know, at that moment it was you know it was it was like showing that cultural shift within the black community at that time, okay. Mm -hmm. it, it's almost like, you know, it's almost like, and I always make this comparison when it comes to you know when it comes to TV. You know, the first half of the 60s was nothing but an extension of the 50s. And then you saw the actual cultural shifts and change changes as the, you know, as the later 60s came about. OK. And, you know, that's you know, that, you know, th that was a lot of what I got out of uh, the, you know, the the Sly in the uh, Family Stone portion. OK. And I got some other stuff about the Sly in the Family Stone portion as well, which I uh, which I'll probably save for 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 an extra. But anyway. I'm going to tell so... you what I'm going to tell you. I'm, I'm sorry, Rob. I'm going to tell you what brought a tear to my eye mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, the gospel section. Oh, yes, 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 uh, yes. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why that brought a tear to my eye, because my grandmother, rest her soul, she would listen to Mahalia Jackson every Sunday, right? So in that concert, I didn't know that she was there. I knew uh, I knew uh, the new pop and, and, and Staples were there. I knew they were there, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that, that Mahalia was there. And uh, to see that, to see that, part and to see how well you know what i'm saying because mavis was like a, a young young girl you know what i'm saying and for her to acknowledge like yo i'm a little i don't feel a little well i'm gonna need you to help me out you know passing that mic to her she could have passed it to anybody but she passed it to her knowing that you know what i'm saying that 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 you know i'm gonna pass this torch down to you you know, to do what you have to do, you know, was 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 freaking amazing. That right there, like, brought a tear to my eye. I was like, "Yo, mm. that's like, you know, what I'm saying, that's like, that's like an OG. Like, that's like Kara's one coming to you, Rob, and be like, "Yo, I heard what you did on on promo 316, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna need you to help me out. You know what I'm saying with my philosophy." You know what I'm saying? So right. it's, you know, it's sort of like bringing that, bringing that, 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 bringing that torch down. I was just like, yo, and to hear her sing, you know what I'm saying? It just brought back a lot of memories, you know, from my grandmother. You know, I was born in 19, uh, 
71 but at the same token uh you know that stuff reached me to that point because i knew my, my grandmother would play those songs and you know and, and to hear her sing it like you know what i'm saying kind of like brought a tear to my you know what i'm saying so let me ask you something Tigre. you say you seen a lot of that footage before yeah i've seen a lot of that footage before i matter of fact i think i got some of it on vh tape like just snippets of it not not said, the whole thing not the whole gotta, thing but just just snippets of it i gotta ask you where you got that from because they're saying that this has never before been seen for 50 years like this this whole thing i gotta ask you where you where you uh, seen that bro uh, I got it. I got it. Matter of fact, man, we just had to go down, go through these videotape, you know what I'm saying, catalog things I got. You know, I still got my videotape, so yeah, mm -hmm. we just had to go check it out. Yeah, I got some of those clips, some of those clips of, uh, it was uh, 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 Gladys Knight singing. Um, it was um, footage of just, you know, the crowd, um, footage of, uh, I'm trying to think who else, who else did I, did I see, that I saw. Um uh i can't remember right at this particular time and moment but yeah yeah i got i got some clips of that stuff man i got some of them, them clips not saying i don't have the whole show i don't have the whole show like i'm just saying i've never seen it in its entirety so that's why i enjoyed you know what i'm saying the joint but i do have some clips of uh some of those old uh like, no i'm saying the the doc the doc <laughs> i ain't trying to the doc literally yeah. says never before seen until now you know what i'm saying i was just wondering but um yeah. I still My got old thing. Dirty Bass's, uh, uh, still got old Dirty Bass's, uh demo tape. So yeah, how yeah, I get we, shit, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we we all got that that at the same time. Um, uh -huh. I, I my whole thing about the doc. Um, I mean, it was really good, and I know you you said earlier that you wanted to see more of the show, but I mean, again, and this is this was the conversation we were having about Mary's uh documentary. It was more about the background. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, it would have been nice to see the show. You know what I mean? But for this documentary to be a documentary, they had to talk about oh, yeah. the show. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just like just showing it in 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 huge clumps. You know what I mean? Um, I thought it was very well executed. Um, it was riveting. It was interesting. I mean, I was you know I was it, it was educational. I mean, damn, I learned a lot. You know what I'm saying? about uh about just music in general um just like don was saying you know uh about how the fifth dimension felt like they had something to prove i mean that that whole little piece about them was very interesting so um i was i was really into it i thought it was very well done so i got to give quest love his props on it man it was a very very oh, yeah, good most, documentary yeah. and um just the and, and then just the show itself man um it was very important for for that time period and and I mean, now just, you know what i mean so yep just just to think man at that particular time stevie wonder was 19 years old 19. dude's about to you know what i'm saying he was an adult but you know what i'm saying he's a young mm -hmm. adult but he was about to come into his own and you listen to the document it was like yo he was at a turner he was at a point and it was like it's like yo I did a whole bunch of shit back in the day that I could live off this old shit for the rest of my life. I could do these old, I could still, you know what I'm saying? I could do all this old shit, you know what I'm saying? I did when I was a kid and whatever. Or I could take my sound, the shit that I see, I hear, 
I hear more shit. I need to be more, you know what I'm saying? I hear more shit and I want to put it out there and stop listening to so many people and doing the music that he loves to do, which we, you know what I'm saying? We got, we got some great ass albums, you know what I'm saying? And some great ass music from, uh, that lets you know, like the decisions and, and the things that, that, that are going through people's minds at that particular time and moment, everybody there was mad young. Gladys Knight was mad young. You know what I'm saying? She was like, she never seen like, all these fucking people out here. You know what I'm saying? That shit was crazy. Fifth Dimension. Shit was fucking crazy. You know? To see that many black people come out to your joints when the mm-hmm. shows that you used to do were just, you know what I'm saying, with some, you know what I'm saying, some, maybe you have some sprinkles of blacks or maybe some, you know what I'm saying, some hippie blacks or some whites or whatever. You know? I mean, I got like five... Five dimension albums out of this joint right right now. And this is fucking crazy bananas. Mm. You know? Yeah. But the sound, because they thought that because they sounded like a white band where they're not black enough. Same scenarios of things that we pretty much um nitpick at now. About you know what I'm saying. Nitpick music. at always. Yeah. Nitpick so, at always. Yeah. Are you black enough? Are you black enough? Does that sound black enough? Are you black enough? Do you talk black enough? Oh, you ain't black enough. You, you don't sound like, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy, yo. That's crazy. That was a fucking good-ass documentary. I, 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 it was I, good, I, though. I just, I, I just, I just like I said, I just, I just wanted to see the whole show. I just wanted yeah. to see the whole show. That's all. And no more. I just wanted to see the whole thing. Nina Simone. Oh my gosh. God. Oh my God. Oh my God. That was dope. That that was incredible. That was, you know, you know, that was incredible and timely. And timely. Okay. And it's it's ill. It's ill to see. It's ill to see old footage or of anything from 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 that critical time. In our history, especially in our as in our history as a people, and especially on our history as a culture, and seeing how that plays into right now, and how it still is relevant right now, mm-hmm. you know. All I know is from back in the day, I'm sure they remastered it, but the sound sounded beautiful. And when you look at BET Awards and you look at all these other award shows and shit, you be like, yo, what the hell going on? What the hell going on, man? <laughs> BET got the worst sound system. <laughs> I love you, BET. I love you, BET. Yeah, yeah we love I'm you, BET. stand up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Wow. You know, guys, we had a good show today. Yeah, I think we, we had a good show today, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now... Uh, you know, uh, you know, as a, well, hold on first, 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 Tico, you got anything weird for us today real quick? I do. Oh, shoot. Ladies and gentlemen. I ain't think he would, but he does. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's a uh, Tico's theater of the weird. 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 Be weird. Weird. Let's go. Let's go. Weird let's go. Weird. Go, 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 go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen. This story is about a lobster diver in Cape Cod who got swallowed up by a humpback whale and got spit out again. So, this swallowed is, and spit. This is going to be interesting. So, 
this dude named Michael Packard. He's like 56 years old. He was a local, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, diver for uh, uh, lobsters, was doing his daily ritual of, you know, diving for lobsters. But all of a sudden, he got scooped up like Pinocchio into the belly of the beast. Evidently, this um, humpback whale was diabetic and anything that was white pretty much uh, shot his sugar up, you know, like bread, rice, white people. Um, it must have shot his sugar up and he spat it out. He spat him out, excuse me, spat him out. So he said he has like a huge bump on the back of his head. But hey, you know, that's what happens, you know, when you hit that ukula. So I figured that that was kind of weird to get eaten and spat out because you didn't taste delicious. So, yeah, big ups. Yeah, that's family. weird as hell. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 so weird. That's so weird. I don't have a comeback for it. Rob, do you have a comeback for it? No, that, it's nah, just weird. No, no, no. That shit. That shit is just weird. It's just. Weird. That's weird as fuck. It is. Or did the did the whale come from Mississippi? Humpback, humpback. Ah. Anyway. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, look, thank you for joining us here on Straight to Tape. Uh, you can catch uh, Straight to Tape Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Facebook Live and Twitch. Audio version of Straight to Tape is available on your favorite podcasting platforms. Follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and IG. And also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, S2T Media. Uh, you're Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Uh... Yo, man, show some love to the comment section. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. Shit. <laughs> Let's do well, that, man. I was pressing you, motherfucker. I mean, damn. Anyway, so yeah, much love to everybody who, who uh, you know, came to rock with us today, man. Thanks for spending your time with us. We really appreciate y'all jumping in the comments. My man, Jimmy, a.k.a. Jay Berkeley Gold, sideline junkie himself. You know what I'm saying? The homeboy. Tamel the prodigal brought that back. My man Tim Moore, Scotty, DJ Scotty Rock, what's up, homie? Hey, Lynn, thanks for joining us today. My man, the big bro, Don Marshall in the building, the big chief Raj, thank you. Carson, what's up, homie? Gotta say what's up to the homie Paul. Also, Christopher joining, big Jazzy B, what's up, homie? And Trisha, what's up, lady? And for the shares, got a big up, uh, Quanta and the homie Champ, my man, John Champion record store podcast you know what i'm saying you know what it is you know the vibes so that's what it is man thank you all for joining straight to tape and making us your favorite podcast you already know yeah definitely appreciate it and ladies and gentlemen of course you know straight to tape uh, as always we'll be back next week so uh for the comedian tico de gallo prince don't you ever see prince with flip-flops of course not because he got hairy toes Nigga. I know, I know, I know. Uh, for the quintessential hip hop mom, Keisha with a Y, and of course, for our social media assassin, uh, 42 1, Rob the Actual. Love you, man. Peace.
Exactly. Sandal seasons, ladies. Shave them toes. And of course, I, it's your I, man. I will, See, you know, I, I will have to agree with that. You're, you're going to agree with that? Y'all be taking pictures of your pedicures and posting them on social media with them hairy ass toes. Pretty ass pedicure, hairy ass toes. <laughs> Look, it's your man, C. Yeah, it's your man, C. Perry Elysia. Uh, sorry, C. Perry the second. Trying to shorten up you for everybody. Know, you don't even know who he is. You oh, shut the fuck is. up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. As always, it, ladies and gentlemen, let's. As always, ladies and gentlemen, let's get active. We'll see you next week. Peace out.